Okay. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Uh, yes, I'm going to draw something on the board. I know, I remember we had three people. We had Charlie, we had Patrick, and we had somebody else that we had to deal with this morning. So, yeah. Okay. I, I, just, I just want to throw something on. We'll see what happens. Use the marker on the cups, that seems to work, the black marker over there. Oh, uh, yeah, it does, isn't it? It's permanent. No? No, it's permanent. Oh, it's permanent. Well, you just make it permanent. Nothing's permanent, Eddie. Did you not listen to anything? I didn't have anything. And you're writing a book? like broader spectrum where you can see all of it. I'm going to call it the totality. Right. What happens here when this perspective, it's like, I, I don't know, I suppose, it's like a lens, really. It's like, it's like, it's like the backdrop lens, the original lens. And superimposed on that are different perspectives that, that we as pure consciousness can access. Each perspective allows you a different vista of understanding of experience of freedom, of knowledge, of wisdom, of discernment. Each lens offers you a different viewing point. The whites. The narrowest. Yes. <coughs> Where everything's personal. Uh, there's another word cruising around. Yes. And in your brain, this is what you rely, rely on for for uh, information. It's like referencing network mechanism, whatever we want to call it. Default mode network? Default mode network is right. Scientifically called default mode network. Okay. This is, this is what you rely on. All right. Okay, contracted, expanded. Make sense? Now, I'm, I'm using space. I'm using a diagram because I want to hold on to the concept of space because space is the very first concept. Like arising from, from what you are, even when you know you're not it. But for now, I'm kind of dealing with different levels here of understanding for people. So if I seem to be contradicting myself, I am because I'm talking from different lenses and they tend to contradict each other all the time. I'm going to complete the last. No? Great. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, there's, there's a thing. Okay. So, um, <laughs> concept of space is the first one that arises, and it arises when 
when mm, okay let's let's just add another key layer here i'm just going to call this pure consciousness pure consciousness our awareness slash awareness same things in this box isn't even aware of itself. Not even aware of itself at its... We have the capacity to know that it can't see itself. There is no, nothing at all. We are talking about empty, empty, empty black. And not an absence of anything. And as its capacity to, to manifest is birthed, we've got the totality. The wisdom. Right? It's like the first movement. There's the totality. We've got kind of the birth of existence. We've got all that stuff. But what I want to talk about really is why there's different lenses along the track. Uh, you know, observer. You know this stuff. This present stuff. Present stuff. Oh my God. Make it idea. These layers. If we go the path of the intellect, we're talking about self-knowledge. That's what it's known as. Knowing yourself. And it's like, you realise that you're not this, and somewhere along the line you realise that you are all of it, and eventually once you go beyond the non-dual and you go over here, you discover that identity, the whole idea of identity is just another concept anyway. So the I am the absolute and I am that, that becomes... That too is a myth. Because over here there's absolutely nothing. How could there be identity with that? But if we talk as though I am pure consciousness, would we use this language? You can go the path of knowledge. Underneath it, underneath all of this, the first movement that, that comes, that arises from here, and the mind can't understand that, but some part of you knows what it is. The first movement, arising with that first movement, the ability to consciousness to see itself, the emerging of two, the idea of that there's a possibility of it seeing itself, which eventually breaks into subject-object. This is still just the subject. Consciousness seeing itself. All right. But this first movement is love. That is love. It goes the whole way. You can go to this path through the intellect. You can go through the path of love. A modification of the path of love is devotion, the path of devotion. Another modification of it is the path of beauty. These are versions of the path of love. And it's in red because of love. <laughs> so it's not phenomenal love like we have it. But it's love. It's the essence of love itself. Love itself is, is literally movement. It's literally movement. That's how it penetrates every, everything. You, you recognise it to be movement. And it, you said it's beauty too. Yes, a version of it. A way of... Mm, a, another way that our body-mind recognises the frequency of love. It's like a zone. It's like a frequency. The essence of love itself. 
Another way we recognize it, it's like the same jewel, but it's a different color that's emanating from the same jewel, is beauty, the path of beauty. And devotion is another way to, to hook onto it. But the path of beauty is kind of purer than the path of devotion. I'll be shocked to say that. Is there love in pure consciousness? And awareness is there love in there, or does it just until there's nothing there? That's right. There's nothing there. The first movement is the birth of love. Yeah, first movement, and the concept of space is is beginning to form itself because as it turns, we've got a birthing of some kind of space, very raw, but yeah. So it only can only start there. So actually, yes, this should be. Yes. And when it, if you will, manifests as totality, that's not the right word, but how would you say it? Because love is a movement which begins from pure consciousness. Yes. Can we say that they arise together? Because the first movement of this brings in the perspective of the totality. It's like it's not a lens, it's what it does. But as soon as it's doing the totality, it has required movement. Movement has arisen in the action of it, in the first. Does that make sense? Yes, but then also the fact, the way this diagram is illustrated, which is very, very uh, useful, is that it bypasses, the, the movement of love then bypasses I am, observer, everything. It bleeds through the whole thing. It's accessible all the time. So, so to access that kind of love, when the personal lens is operating, we have to talk about self-love. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. You see? That's how it all believes it. From that perspective, that frequency of essence of love 
can only show up in terms of me. It's the only place you find it. That's why self-love is critical. Do you see? It's the same love. Your access to it is obscured by the lens that you're running. So when people say, like, self-love is, in a way, morbid, you know, because it can... Do you know what I'm saying? Then we are saying that's not necessarily true. Morbid? Self-love, because you're talking of the me, the personal Ah. me. So if you... When you love the personal me, you tend to boost its ego. Yes, yes, you repair the ego. You re- sorry, you, you repair the ego. You repair the ego. It gives it gives the personal the the, the because the okay because the dualistic lens is at play here. It has to be because the me only exists from the separation, right? Mm-hmm. You know, duality is running here, right? So when duality is running. Consciousness pretty much always, when it's, when it's going home, it pretty much always wants the opposite it, in a lifetime. It wants the two things most of the time, particularly in the West. We're worried about that. And so if there's been me who's damaged, me who's become whole is going to be the opposite experience for consciousness to do a circle there, for it to have understanding of damage and wholeness. Other question, starting from me, yeah. the totality, does one necessarily have to go through the phase of observer, I am, and then? People jump, people jump, but an understanding comes in. If you don't have the direct experience, an understanding has to come, and that's what I'm trying to impart. Yes. I'm, I'm helping your mind to play catch up. Even if, if like, not only you know the, the observer is sure, or the I am is, but I can observe my thoughts and being present that wherever we are. People talk about presence, what's presence? It's like, that's fine, it's fine, it doesn't matter. And is there space for it though? So this is actually as a pedagogical tool. Yes. But it is possible, like you said, to bypass if there is that understanding. Yeah, the understanding has to come. Yes. The bypassing can happen for sure. But the understanding has to come, that wisdom. It's like Ramana, like, you know, eventually, like, he was hungry for what the heck has happened. And he found somebody left a pile of books mm-hmm. outside his cave and he demolished them, mm-hmm. you know, and then they disappeared again. It's that kind of thing. It's like the wisdom must come from someplace, the understanding must come for functioning to, to uh, repair itself and to enable itself again from the new paradigm. Henry. Yeah, this is uh, connecting for me with some exchanges we've been having here the past couple of days. Good. The exchanges are about when people are talking about, you know, we're kind of sitting still in peace and now there's a movement. And you've been saying that that movement comes from desire. That's, you know, what moves us out is desire. So I'm taking it that uh, pure consciousness, awareness, has a desire in order to move. Okay, what direction does it move in though? When desire is running, where, where, what perspective? What side of the board is the perspective? Self. The me has a desire, right? Uh-huh. And it's moving, not moving towards totality, is it? Uh-uh. <laughs> if the desire is of interest to you, it ain't moving towards the totality. So how, how come... So pure consciousness is moving the other dir- towards us, so to speak, towards me. Yes, towards itself. Is the desire on its part? 
Is it is that we moved it out? Well, what moved it out? What, what moved, moved it out was love. Huh? What moved it out was love. But, because the love but, got you to the totality. Right? And then whoa, 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 not right. We're <laughs> done here before desire comes in. You're yeah. done. Desire can't be born up here. It's too pure. Well, okay, then let's not drop desire. What, what gets, what gets, what, what causes awareness to move out of emptiness, so to speak? That is the thing that your mind can't understand. <laughs> it can't, because it's not based on the laws of mind. <laughs> yeah, what I am understands it and what you are understands it. And my mind, I think, respects it or something. Respects <laughs> that there's a knowing. That's what it feels like. But there's a knowing, yeah. It, it's, uh, it's absolutely accurate. When you when you did your the supreme consciousness uh, thing, uh, were you in the black black place? Yeah, but I couldn't sustain it because I couldn't do anything. I was lying on the floor. Uh, yeah, I couldn't sustain it. You know, my body wasn't ready for it. It was like taking it, but I couldn't function. So couldn't talk. Moving you out of that. How did you move out of that? Well, some kind of, like, what, what I was aware of was, like, uh, f- falling down. Do you, know what, do, you know what, do you know what it's like? It's like you're putting a load of apples into a bag, and you shake the bag, and the apples fall down. It felt like that. It felt like something was, oh, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm dropping, I'm, something is dropping in. There's a, there's a sensation. It was the first sensation, of course, at the end of six days, no? And it's the first awareness of a sensation of something dropping. And what was happening was that my vibration was dropping. I couldn't hold this. I couldn't hold it. So my vibration was dropping. And at some point, I saw subject, object, and I thought, oh, oh, there's a guy. There's my man. How does it work that I, like his body, that it connects and we enjoy that? How? So I was making subject object by asking a how and why question, which is paradigmatically for the mind, no? That's, and so that's him, this question. It's coming from over here. Of course it is, because that's what the mind does. But those laws are completely a joke over here. They don't work. I mean, they don't work. Because those laws are created in order to make the me, myself, I possible. You see? So, so, so as I was dropping, as I was dropping down and seeing, oh, there's my man, me observing, subject, object coming in. How does that work? More and more, deeper, deeper, looking for phenomenal cause and effect. And bingo, comes desire. And there's me wanting. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, I've seen several teachers over the years even yourself a couple of times. Um, I'll use the old-fashioned word, you know, in a trance state yeah. where they uh, they couldn't do anything, you know, they had no body consciousness, they couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then something or someone would have to bring them up. Yeah. And I was always wondering, wondering now, if, if they were in that pure consciousness awareness state, or could they have been in a lower, or, mm. I use the word lower. Indeed, yeah, sure. Yeah, it's denser, energetically it's denser for sure. It's hard to know. Okay. Isn't it hard to know? The functioning stops when you're in that state and you're, 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 the yeah. functioning stops. You've right. no capacity at all to move your body. You're just, it's right. just a matter of functioning. Function stops. That's, that's the difference. Because usually you can sustain it and function, but sometimes the functioning stops. 
for myself, is all I can say because I can't validate anybody else's experience. It's it's pure consciousness awareness because there 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 isn't the lens that sees the totality. It's prior to that first lens. Mm-hmm. It's like it's prior to the black drop, the backdrop, the screen. The screen. It's prior to the screen. Okay. There's 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 no screen. There's nothing at all. Okay. Yeah. This never was. There's nothing. So my guess is probably. They, I mean, they were <laughs> probably uh, yeah. Yeah, I would too. I have that too. Yeah, I go to Han. Yeah, yes. Buddhism called emptiness. Is that what you call pure consciousness? I think so. I haven't studied much emptiness, but from what I can see from talking to Buddhists over the years, I think we're looking at pure consciousness awareness as the emptiness. It's absolutely nothing, and it's not. There is no absence. There's nothing without an absence. <clears throat> and 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 you said. You said there's a, a concept making machine. Yeah. Where does that fall into this yeah. picture? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So it has to come after the the the, the original lens, the first lens, which is part of manifestation it doesn't come on off and on it's just movement and there's the lens in place because of the movement and so as as consciousness is beginning to look at itself we've got the we've got the first concept we've got the first thing happening because it's mm, yes space arises at the same time but but for something to be happening there must be a concept there, beneath it, which is being held by pure consciousness itself in its slightly modified version. And that's what you call the concept-making machine? That's the concept-making machine. Okay. And that is even there before space, right? Because that's make space concept? Is that yes, it? exactly. Exactly. Because space is the, is the first solid concept. And that, yeah, space comes out from that concept-making yes, machine? Yes, comes out from that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And the concept making machine isn't a thing, it's just a way of understanding that movement. It's a very useful label of like, oh my god, oh, that's that, uh, you, you, be, you can actually find, you as pure consciousness can find the birthing place of concepts from which all form and formless comes. Is that what science called the Big Bang? Oh, I, I, science is down here. They're looking for subject object, it uses the phenomenal mind. This, may, this is trashology for science. <laughs> you know, because it's, um, it's not verifiable, it's not substantial, it's not provable. We can't test it, you know, yet. You know, the, sorry, I know I'm not doing this equation. Yeah, um, so in this paradigm, the observer is, is that the personal observer? It's impersonal. It is impersonal. It is impersonal. Because the personal observer then would be just me, yes. if there is something like yes. that, you know? With right? a personal agenda. agenda. Personal agenda would, yeah, there would, right. it would have to have a personal agenda. Okay. So that observer is impersonal. Yes. But it's still an observer. Yes. And, and that is recognized by I am. Yes. Okay. For some... The, the I am an observer are completely 
synonymous. They're together. Interesting. They're completely together for some. But for most, no. There's a capacity to observe, and then there's something a little bit more still that's not doing any looking. And it's just pure presence. It's the looking part is less active. And that's what differentiates observer from I am. Did you ever wonder why in some people it's the same? No, no I didn't. Why the, why the, why the, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's a new idea. What's, what's the same? I'm why what? The five of these merge as the one lens. The I am being presence and observer. I don't know. I, I wonder about neurology. Mm. I'd go in that direction, I think. Okay, Henry. We, we get people you have right. All right, yeah. Richard. You mentioned, if I, if I heard you correctly, that pure consciousness is not absence. Yes, there's nothing. It's nothing, but there's nothing missing. You see, every okay. word I use, I have to qualify it. Okay. Is it the absence of nothing? Because I, I wonder about the experience. It's not, it's not the absence of experience. It's total absence. It's only seen in retrospect. Seeing something retrospectively, yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But tell me more about it, because the mind can play tricks too. I will frequently in meditation just disappear. Yes. And only in retrospect am I aware that you weren't there. That I wasn't there and the time has passed. Yes. And that there's absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. That's it. And as we integrate it, we're actually able to do that while functioning. Say more. Yeah. Um, it happens on the cushion, as they say, even though it's a long time since I could sit on the cushion. I'm afraid, but... Um, uh, so it happens in meditation. And that, that frequency that, that happens in... Mm, okay, so when, when, there, when, there, when there is just absence, there's just no I at all, we don't know anything about it, but it usually is just confined to meditation because the body is still... It's, it's not being demanded, nothing is being demanded of the body. It's just there, doing its thing, with no awareness of it at all. And nothing, nothing is, there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no manifestation, nothing. It's all, it, it, it never was. All right. So, for the body to be able to deal with that paradox, it has to kind of have a higher vibration. And so where it goes from there is that knowing that this both is and is not, absolute knowing goes into your cells. And then the absence of all of it can be there while the body functions. It goes to that. Any more, I don't know. Yet, hopefully. Make sense? Yeah. Yes. Um, you were earlier talking about devotion and beauty. Yes. With, devotion, with the practice of devotion, be connected to desire because you're trying to get something through the devotion. Yes. Um, and then devotion. So devotion starts down here and it's me, you know, being drawn to whatever it is and there's devotion. All right. And something happens, something is happening in the heart.
heart, you know, it's pure heart flow stuff. And then we kind of go, oh, there's just devotion and it's actually not for anything at all because the personal comes out of it and devotion flows on its own. And it's like, I'm not looking for something, but, but it's just beautiful. And, and as we go back, the devotion is still there and it's just delicious. There's nothing to be gained at all from it. It's just like crying or burping or, I mean, it's just a function. You know? So earlier you said, made a little slight thing about beauty. Yes. And being the better root. Why? What's that? Um, because it doesn't, because beauty doesn't have the personification that devotion has. When we start with devotion, well, assuming that we start with me being devoted to an exterior thing. Beauty doesn't have that density of a deity or, or God, whatever it is. Beauty doesn't have that layer of duality. It's already at something quite refined. So that's why the path of beauty is just a little more sophisticated. You see? But, you know, devotion can go all the way too. But, but, but it does collapse at some point. Because you see that, oh my God, this is keeping me alive. Because there's me and there's you. And as long as I'm devoted to you, we've got a problem. So that has to crash. So it's usually abandoned for a while and then it kicks up again on its own. Could we say the same about gratitude? Could we say the same about gratitude? Yes. It's one of those flowing things that flows on its own from nobody to no, nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Those energies are beautiful. Those hearts flow from the heart, you know? They're beautiful. Yeah. Yes, Patrick? Oh, you said when devotion kicks back on its own, yeah. is that a different level of devotion or just the same thing coming back? It's, it's, uh, it's, it's purer because it doesn't need the dualistic lens in order to be understood, in order to have a context. Yeah. And devotion kicks in wherever. You know, it kicks in once all that crashes. But, but it's, you know, it's just a phenomenon happening. Oh, I missed something. What's your question? Oh, yeah, just a phenomenon. Yeah. Yes. But it can, okay, so, the, okay. Let's say love, devotion. Yeah. It can kick in at the end of the process. And if, there's, yes. if it goes up through that yes. diagram, yes. then it can kick in at the end. It can kick at the end, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. And then another question, going back to the trance, okay, now, trance state. Now, every case seems to be different. So uh, can it be that in some cases uh, there's no tra trance state isn't part of, is not part of the process ever? Everything is part of the process, well, really. You, you mentioned you um, were basically in a trance state. Yeah. And I think Veda... Well, I use I used that term. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, in High Falls. Yeah, and then Veda... Veda another time. Disappeared yeah. And Veda used it. Yes, okay. Where, where you know, uh, something... You can't put words around it, but it's, it's a very powerful state. Yes. Okay. Yes. But does that happen in every case? I don't think so. That's right. Okay, just want to get I don't think clear. you'd have to. Yeah. It's like the charge isn't matched with where the body is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not ah. matched. The charge is the charge of pure consciousness is just it's just the body said whoa, 
WTF saw the ball, you know. So functioning stops, no? Okay, so when when the bar when the body is able to match the charge, uh, it's a different, yeah. different animal. Yeah, that's right, different yeah. animal. Yeah. Okay, I get. It. Uh, and that could happen after a long period of time. Like if it happened when the body mind was fairly young, yes, maybe the body couldn't handle it. Yes, but it possibly if it if it starts if if clarity doesn't come until older age, yes. the body can handle it. Yes. It's sort of a... body has almost, caught up in the meantime. Hmm? The body has caught up in the meantime. Yes. Because it was given an imprint of the charge early on. Uh -huh. You know, we have cellular memory. Yeah. So the imprint, that's where I was kind of going with yesterday with you. So the imprint is there. Uh-huh. You see? Okay. So the dropping in there can be almost imperceptible. It can be absolutely imperceptible. Yeah. Absolutely imperceptible. Okay. Because the imprint is there and the body's playing catch up to the imprint that it has. Uh -huh. Just like it reverts to an imprint of pain, mm -hmm. of, of brokenness that we have yet to heal as children, do you know? Uh -huh. it, we drop back to that imprint. We, we, we drop, you know, we catch up to the imprint of, of a big blast of light. Uh -huh. A lot of people are on psychiatric meds because of the blast of light. It was misdiagnosed. We have a lot of that too. Yeah. Thank you, Jack. That mm. really helps. Sure. Bhutti? Beauty. Yes. Um, is there a distinction or a... Um, words aren't coming, but... Beauty as seeing something... Uh, a few things as beauty or seeing everything as beauty and the perfection in it or the... You know what I mean? Like a... Okay. Yes. A flower is beautiful. Yes. But a chair could be beautiful. No. Yes. So does it? Yeah. Is it here and then narrows down? I mean, it's all the same, but one seems to be more uh, not distinguishable. Okay. Or not maybe that's not the right word, but you know what I'm saying. I think not, I do. I'm not. I think I do. So, so you're right. Like, if if someone sees something as beautiful, it's the personal. That's not the path of beauty. It's not the path of beauty. That's yeah, flowers beauty. There's beauty in the eye of the beholder. You know? Okay. That's that's not the path of beauty. That's recognizing beauty, phenomenal beauty. That's fine. The essence of beauty. It's like a, okay. It's an internal, internally felt. Thing, and that perception sees beauty in everything. And sees the perfection in sees it. Sees the perfection. What it and, is. And Whether it's dark or light. Yes, on another. And recognizes yeah, yeah. it. And it's like there's a heart recognition. Yes. It's rather than intellectual. Because intellectual would see the perfection. It's like a heart or something. Um, uh, what do you mean acid? Like it's, it's, well, like you're, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah, from here, that's yeah, no. how I sure experience. Yeah, that should be the crude version of the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the impure version of the yeah, yeah just a yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah more so does that shift as it goes to the me or come or goes back? 
it's 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 not in the personal view because it turns into something that's really Okay. Yeah. You yeah. see. So that's so why it's like it's it's here. I mean, we could surely set up a religion, <laughs> you know, yeah. where beauty is 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 the thing that it's all about. Which, and you know, yeah, right. this makes sense here, but we've never done that yet as a species. I'm sure it's part of the background. Yeah, like run as part of the background, but as part of that which is always. Yes, yes. I mean, it, it disappears. I get it. It disappears. Yeah. Okay. Um, but is that within the totality? Then is that and that? <coughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It is. It is. It leads. It leads you home for sure. Yeah. But I mean, it's like as everything as the truth runs in the background. Uh, and what I mean by that is it's, it's always path. there. It's, it's a path. path. That's a path. It's okay. a path. It's so a path of beauty. Path of devotion. It's a path. So it can't. Uh, hmm. So so it turns into be part of the original lens, but it's separate from. Hmm. So it's an it's an internal. It's a capacity to 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 view through the through the lens which has recognized beauty and it sees beauty. Because it really is in the eye of the beholder. It really is. There's something in that. The, the, the frequency of beauty, you can feel that it comes from yourself. That, that itself is seeing itself. It's another way of, of consciousness seeing itself in everything. It recognizes itself through beauty. Okay. And the word beauty is being used because there's no other word to describe it. Not to, because it can have a a me connotation, it can have a... No, it's beauty. It, it really it's, is beauty. It's just at its purest it's level. At its purest level, it's beauty. It's internal. It, you, you can feel it coming from yourself, that, that yeah. what is being perceived is, has no separation in it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. the beauty of all of it is resonating. It's like a connecting lineage. So frequency. Is that not love? It's funny. It's funny. It's... it's, it's... No, it's beauty. Yeah. It's beauty. It's a different thing because it doesn't have a. It has a different vibration. It has a different vibration. Yeah, it it it, it, uh, it tastes different. It's, it's almost broader. Experience. It almost seems like it's broader. No, that's not the right word. But I get it. it has a different taste. And just quick recap of the red wine. Yeah. I, I just see if I'm with you. So you said love bleeds through all yes, of that. Yes. Yes. Now coming back on the red line, devotion beauty. Mm. Uh, you said when you when you come to the end of that line, coming back, before you can get into the uh, this is part of the natural sure way. Before you can get into the pure consciousness from there, you need the other understanding. You need the you need. Mm-hmm. For it to be sustained, yes, mm-hmm. you need understanding. Like you're saying, intellectual understanding. Is that what you're yeah, understanding has to be, yes. The mind has to line up. Every part of the physiology has to line up with the vibration that's going through it in order for it to stabilize. Okay, so there's some, some, some good reason then to, 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 uh, to use the mind in, um, in this work. Yes. You know, right? Yes. I mean, because a lot of people just say, well, you know, drop the mind and go, you know, go to the red line. 
And, and, and that's fine, but, you, but you'll be just sitting at, at some level. You'll be sitting. Yeah. So you need to bring the mind along, you need to bring the body. Yeah. Um, yes, indeed. Yeah, you could say it like that. Okay, beauty. Wouldn't you say that all... Even though the mind can't go there. I just need to qualify that a little bit. Mind the mind can't go there, yeah. but, but it can bow down to, to the higher wisdom. It needs to know its parameters. And okay, it becomes true, seamless. Yeah. It becomes seamless between where the mind knows something and you, as pure consciousness, knows something else. You know the stuff that you know, but you couldn't but you actually verbalize it. You go as far as you can with the mind. You go as far as you can, but when the mind fades out, your pure consciousness is underneath it anyway, with yeah. the understanding. But but you need to use the mind. It's, okay. it's advisable to bring the mind. Yeah. yeah. You use the mind. Absolutely. At a certain point, you have to, even yeah. though it's. You know, not politically correct in non-Jewish circles to say that, but on the path of beauty, can mm-hmm. you say something about how to be on that path? You know what I mean? Like artists, you know, art. Yes, uh, art. Our appreciation, our being an artist. Uh, what other kind of things might be? Okay, so if you, this is not an exclusive definition by any means. If you see art, a piece of art, or you're in a gallery or something, or you see a a piece of dance, like expressive, creative, contemporary dance, or... or something in nature that inspires awe. That kind of awe. It's awe. It's that frequency. So, so in nature it can come up as awe, or any time you can, you know, there can be awe. But, and that's very close to it. When it's art, it's like, oh... You're not looking at the piece anymore, but you've resonated with whatever is coming through the piece. You've, you've something, the personal eye has dropped, and there's just, oh wow, you know, some chord of beauty was struck, and everything gets soft inside, mm-hmm. even if it's ugly. Yeah. And, and I, yeah. I, I heard, I heard it said that you know there is conscious art. I mean, there are some schools <laughs> sure. of spirituality that. Say this work is a conscious work of art. This work is a conscious yes. work of art. It comes from pure being. Yes. <clears throat> sure. What you're saying about path of beauty is seems to me is like it, you know you watch a dance. It's it comes up. It comes up in nature. But I'm asking if is there something one can be doing on that path rather than just waiting for it to happen? You know, you know, just open yeah. to the moment. Let's see where you're at. Because if it, if it's pure, if your questions are intellectual, then it would be like, now stay away from it. But does awe happen for you? Oh yeah. Okay. Does art do the same thing? Does art do the same thing, or is it slightly different? The impact of of good art, you know. The same thing for me? Yes. As what? As when I'm in awe? As awe, yeah. What's... Describe... I'd be in awe or work of art, to tell you the truth. I don't think I know enough about it, yeah. Mm. Uh, I mean, nature, a person... Uh, music is a good... Music, yeah. yeah. More, yeah. Yeah, music is the most accessible art form. Yeah. Do you know what beautiful music kind of happens? What it makes happen inside? Can you find the frequency that it, it wake, awakens? Yeah, but I'm still not understanding what I can do as a... When it as, awakens, yeah. you nurture it. 
You can't turn it on because your mind will be in the way. Trying to do doing things like I can't stop being an artist in order to do the in order to get on that path. Your mind would be too involved. There'd be too much doership there. That would definitely be the longer way around it. It's about cultivating the opening when you see it. Cultivating the opening, right? Okay. Put yourself in a situation of where all happens. All happens, right? Let all happen. <laughs> and that allowing, that opening, that surrendering. Okay, that's the doing. That's as much as you can do it, which is like a yielding. A yielding and a... Falling into it. Falling into it. And not shaking yourself out of it. Not saying that's enough of that now. But yeah. rather just, just dwell, let it percolate. Yeah, yeah, percolate, right. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, because you tend to move on, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's enough now. Let's spot next, you know? It's like, oh. You know. Okay, that's cool. That's what I was looking for. Yeah. Thank you. I'm going to go to folks that... that, that yeah, Ginny? Um, I'm talking about music. For me personally, when I've been lucky enough to uh, listen to a musician who feels so much like that they just get out of the way. Yes. And they just... Mm. The, the music comes through them, it comes through yes. their instrument, mm. and there's yes. no like personal agenda. That's what it's really play. clean. Yes. That's... That's like to me, you know. That's what it is. The ultimate. That we do art to, yeah. to, to forget who we think we are. Right, right. That's why we do art. That's the pull. Yeah. That's why art should be so nurtured in every culture. Yeah. And I feel that with body work too. Same thing. Yeah. Healing work. Yes. Disappear. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. So I wanted to check an experience I had. If this resonates with this beauty thing, beauty or love, I'm not sure. Okay. It might be better for the chair, or I can share it here. You let me know. Do w- 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 mm, okay, the chair. Might be yeah, feels yeah. Thanks. <coughs> uh, could you say a little bit more about totality? How how mm. how does totality fit into this uh, paradigm? I'm not yes, it is. It is pure consciousness seeing itself in form and formless. In? In form and formless. Seeing all of manifestation. Recognizing all of manifestation. There is no denial of anything. There's no nothing. It's just all of it. There's no resistance. There can't be. None of those things that are the product of a belief in separation are in play. They exist down there. They're not denied but they're not active, and they're not compromising the awareness of all. It's not an active thing, because it can't, it can't myopically focus in on something. The, the, the faculty of your working mind can, can, of course, concentrate and function, but the totality is the widest view. Yeah. Um... The, the, the lenses that I speak of, this is the lens of pure consciousness itself. It's not removable. Totality is the lens of pure consciousness. Yes. If I'm using the terms of these are lenses, right. these points of locales of, of perception. If I can call them lenses, you know, because they really yes. are like, if they alter your perception, you know, they're different viewing points. So this is, this is the lens of pure consciousness itself. Take it off and there's nothing. There's nothing. 
There's nothing. Never was anything. So in a way, that is needed, not necessary, but needed for pure consciousness to be aware of, yeah. of what's going on. Absolutely. Of itself. Of anything. Of anything. Of anything. Another related question yeah. is, you know, like, there are some teachers who um, say the following, and the line of reason, reasoning is as follows. They say, are you aware, they ask the question, are you aware and invariably you say, yes, I'm aware. Yes. Of course, I'm talking to you, so I'm aware. Yes. So there is awareness. Yes. In that awareness, when, when I say, or whoever says, I'm aware, they are obviously referring to that, aren't they? That the Why are they referring to that? Because they said, if I'm talking to you, then it's a personal awareness, isn't it? Yes, but the person has really no... The body is insentient. Yes. So for anyone to say, I'm aware, the sentience is derived from awareness, from consciousness. Yes. So if someone says, I'm aware, it's actually consciousness saying, I'm aware. It is underneath it all. It is. But this whole gig is about the mind recognizing when it has hijacked awareness to be its personal gig, what we're doing is trying to be aware of awareness itself and for the mind to back off. So if mind has hijacked it, of course, the message, yeah, it's like, okay, yeah, uh, you are aware, but do you know you're aware? What kind of an awareness is it? And is it a personal awareness? Well, let's say if the answer is no, because you have already, if you will, done some previous sadhana practice and say, okay, well, the, it, there's nothing like personal awareness. Do you know what I mean? Like that homework, if you will, has been done to say, there cannot be anything like a personal awareness because the person doesn't exist. Yeah. So the only awareness that can exist yes. is the awareness. Okay. So then what does it mean? Okay. And um, that sounds like a logical conclusion. <laughs> but not necessarily the understanding. Correct. I don't feel understanding in right, that sentence. I don't right. feel it. It doesn't that's, have the energy of, of... That's... You said it, yeah. Exactly. It's got a different taste. Yes. That's beautiful. Um, sure. Where would we go on? Yes. Dora, is it? Yes. yes. Okay. From that space of totality or through that lens or even in that space of awareness, is it accurate to say that there's no caring about suffering? There's no sense of... When I drop into awareness, I'm able to get there. I don't care that there's... that I go through suffering or joy or sorrow or any of it. Okay. Only it matters. Is that... You don't care or you don't mind? Um, the distinction... I feel like, well, but I'm not, I'm not aware enough, I'm not um, first enough in that state. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Check it out to see what's the difference between I don't care and I don't mind. And here's what I found, because, um, here's what I found is I don't care comes, has a personal edge in it. Because yeah. there's something dismissed. Right. Yeah. Whereas I don't mind is, is that there's an understanding of the equanimity of all things. Yeah. So that there, there's no resistance to anything. I don't mind has non-resistance. I don't care as a flippancy that the existence is. So from that space, it's... Yes, there's an ease of all of it. That's right, you don't mind. Because when you're in mind, 
you're in the personal, and that's who suffers. That's right, that's who suffers. And it's interesting the phrase we use, I don't mind. Mm. Yeah. It's there, the key is there. Mm. Yeah, I don't mind. <laughs> yeah, that's the phrase. But I thought you just said that was less than I don't care. I don't care as a dismissive. I don't care. Right. It's dismissing. It's duality. Because there's me and there's that, and I'm flicking away. Uh -huh. right? That's duality. Whereas I don't mind, there's, there isn't the, the mind doing separation. The mind does duality. Acceptance. Yeah, it's, it's, it's an understanding. Yeah, you can say it's acceptance, and acceptance... More understanding. Is, yeah, acceptance is, yeah, is one stage of it. Understanding would be the, the deeper stage of it. And then it would be seeing that actually it's the same. It would just require me a particular lens to personally suffer. But, but whatever happens is actually okay because there's a knowing that it's actually not really touching me, what I am. Mm -hmm. So there's an equanimity. You, you, you get to see that everything, you get to see what's the same in everything rather than what's different in everything. Mm -hmm. So would that connect to the phrase nothing matters? Yes. Yes, that's, you see that nothing matters back here. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes, Susan. Well, I'm just thinking this quote from the Sagadatta, where he says, um, when I know that I am nothing, I'm a self. And when I know that I'm everything, I'm love. And I stand between the two. <laughs> it's very beautiful, but what does he, where is he when he says, I stand between the two? Yes, because, because functioning needs to, there needs to be space for the illusion. There needs to be space for functioning. So there's an allowance for the functioning. That's, that's one side of the fence. And the other one is the absolute knowing that none of it at all is real. And there's absolutely no fact. So would that, that space where you're standing and allowing for the functioning be like the I am in your diagram? Yeah, it's funny. Like, um, it is like that his own maturation process. He, he was there for a long time, as we all were, do you know? There at the I am for a good while, and I am that, and there's only the absolute, and I am the absolute, and I'm pure consciousness, and then fuck, it's like something happened. As it does, it always matures. So when he spoke that, it's difficult to imagine, I can only hazard a guess. Um, where would he have been? Definitely prior to I am, because there's identity with that. So there was an embracing of the functioning, there's space for the functioning, and, and yet there is a knowing that there's, there's absolutely nothing. And he could allow the two, the two seemingly paradoxical states to be present in him the whole time. So there's, there's something going on there. He's like, here, that's what would make sense. There's a total allowance for the lens and for the totality to be in you, but, but actually we're looking at pure consciousness. And he used to point to part of consciousness. Patrick, uh, Fred, did you have, no, maybe you just, yeah. Fred? Um, okay, so, uh, Supreme Consciousness, the Totality, and Maya. Um, when you are in the Totality, Um, 
the you, I don't want to kind of stick in language, but you know you're not talking about the you, like... Yes. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, language. Sure, that's fine as long as I just want to make sure. Um, and that you see... You function in the Maya of the world without attachment and with that love. Yes. Um, with the understanding that you originate from it. What originates from this? Because isn't what originates in Maya also? Well, the example I have is, is so this session is over, we clean the room, we go next door for lunch. So the body moves and perceives this movement, and um, yes. but at yes. the same time, the underlying there is no movement, there is no perception, it's yes. in that. Yes, there's no movement, there's no perception, and yet that is recognized in the body-mind? Yes. Yeah, there's an echo of it in the body-mind, yeah. Do you know that yourself? Intellectually? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So Nisagadat as model that Susan mentioned would be useful. Having a foot in both. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 the knowing that this isn't real is always there. No matter how intense uh, it is, you know, it, it, there's a knowing that it's not real. It's always there. It's underpinned by that knowing, you know. Right. Yeah. It, it doesn't dismiss it in any way. Right. It, it doesn't because there, there's no there's no movement. It's just known. It's just a knowing. It doesn't do anything, you know. Yes. So you're just an actor in this. Yes. Right. Yes. As far as being moved by by that which moves all. Right. And then there isn't. A filter coming in saying, oh, it should be better if, for me, you know, it should be better if, you know, if when I'm thirsty I drink. Sure. But it's not for me, myself, I, you know. Yeah. So it can look the very same. The love, the love, the love is behind all of it. Yeah. It's, it's like in, intrinsic to all of it. Right. Integral to all of it. You, you can't pull love away from movement. Right. And so actions, actions come from another place and then the mind puts a concept on it. The mind plays catch up. 
that sequence turns around. It's not the mind comes first and then there's like, oh, pure consciousness did this and mind says, what? No, it didn't. I did it. And we have that debate, right? Actually, what really happens is that once you really start listening and allowing it, the movement comes and then mind plays catch up. Right. You know? Yes. 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 So the functioning mind is still needed, though, to play catch up. Of course, it needs to remember people's names every now and then and things like this. Do you know? Whatever. Like, put some. It's a thin line there between what's functioning mind and what's a concept informing. That's that's a that's a difficult area to navigate. To get real, true understanding of, you know. Mm. The feeling then that I'm sensing when you're, when you, when sure. there is a something in that space, there's this feeling of freedom because it's not being yanked around. Something in the space, I'm lost. Uh, when you've yeah. got one foot in the uh, totality and one in Maya, then th- when something or manifests, or love, mm-hmm. when something manifests in there, I'm thinking of drawing, I'm a painter, a drawer. Okay. So when something starts to manifest in there, in my case, I would feel it as a free mark because it's being a free moved. Mark. A free It's moving freely because okay. it's being moved by love. Yes. Not by what I'm imposing yes. on it. Then. Yes. So there's a sense of freedom in there, which means the mind is not involved. Is that always... But then you just said the mind has to be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Where I'm talking about the mind has to be part of it, it's like the mind would be involved in saying like, oh, I've got to stop this work and eat something. Oh, okay, okay. oh the phone is ringing. That's the yes. mind. So it's, it's functioning bowed, only. It's bowed down already. It has, it's in service. Yes. It's in service. Yes. So bring your work home. If you're a painter, bring your work into your regular life. Yes. The, the way you approach your work, let that be 24-7. Yes. Yeah. It's easier in the studio. Gosh, of course. <laughs> of course. But it's, I was thinking as you spoke that it's a wonderful practice, the visual arts as well as all the arts, because you are resonating from something inside to the mark on the page constantly. Yes. Yes. And in the beginning, yes, you think, you're doing it, but yes. the notion is to allow the drawing to draw itself. Yes. And when you get there, yes. you're home free. Right. And if you practice that over and over, it happens. It does it happen. happens. Then you take it. Now, do that in your relationships? Yes, I forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten rid of all of them because I can't do it. Uh, welcome them back in. They're a good playground, huh? Okay. You think? Yes. <laughs> I like the studio. Sure. Yeah. You used to mention natural state. Is that the new word for totality? No, no. Natural state is um, is 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 pretty much here. It's like um, the natural state is what happens in the body when when the the per- this personal eye story or the thing watching the personal eye story is not active. So, so like, so I am and wider, a big wide I am. The, the body is in the natural state. Yeah. You see, it's not a state of mind. 
it's not a state of mind. It's actually, it's, it's actually something much more integral to being human. It's just natural. It's what's natural. There's peace. There's calm. There's no story. There's no drama. You're not watching anything. It's like driving in the car. You know, sometimes, and it's just, there's just nothing happening. That's a natural state. That's a natural state. And so that, the stabilization of the natural state, when it becomes full on, uh, when it becomes, when it becomes where the body-mind uh, hangs out. Hmm? It's aligned. Aligned, yes. When it's aligned, and, and it's there 24-7, we've burnt out, we've burnt out those passions. So the stabilization is marked by the natural state being there 24 7. And that's that's why very often people don't even know they've woken up. But it's like the search has ended. And it's like the natural state is there. It's so natural, nothing was there. There's no fireworks. It's just so natural you don't even know. I've come across a few people and said, You know you're awake. You know, and it's like, what? Huh? You know? <laughs> and after a few hours, it's like, that's what that was about? Really? Like that? God, why did I look for anything? <laughs> this was here all the time. And it's like, yes. <laughs> it's purely natural. And we, we're, we're in it most of the time. We only notice ourselves when we're doing drama and story and under stress and when there's something, you know, shaking our attention. Natural state is there a lot of the time. So looking for the natural state is disastrous. Hmm. You know? And the term existence is part of the I am. The what? Existence. Existence. Is that the idea? Existence. Um, no, existence is, is a concept that arises way back here, after space, as space comes up. Uh, uh, as, okay, so, so space, the first movement, the movement itself is love. Consciousness has its capacity to be aware of itself as space arises, and love is arising at the same time. All right, the first concept is arising. Right? They're all bursting together. As soon as the recognition of consciousness being able to see itself happens, something can exist. So the concept of existence is now in place. Now we're off. Now we're off. You know, the subject only can exist. There's only God, the absolute. It's all one. Okay, now we've, we've, we've got all the ingredients. You know, we've got the concept-making machine and something can exist. We've got space, the context for it. Now next pops out is time. And, and you know, builds out the, the, the context, the framework for consciousness to play in. <laughs> the body mind seem to seem to connect with existence quite at ease, you know? Yeah. Isn't it? I mean you you, you for yourself, is it? Yeah. You can connect with existence. The sense that you exist. Just existence, not 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 ah, a personal. Existence you know. itself. Yeah. So you can find that frequency of existence. Yeah. yeah very I, mean, good. I mean, that's it's even before. I think it's just early in the. In the yeah. Uh, yeah. That. Okay. Yeah. That, you that. can find where existence is pure, just existence. And yeah. is it existence itself, where nothing exists? Does something exist? And the feeling of existence is applied to a thing, or is it just existence itself? That's the it's, big question. It feels like totality. It feel it feel like at least on the on the on the form side, you know. It feels like you know, form and formless. Okay. It's on the form side. Yeah, it feels like, you know, 
explicit on the form side, you know. It, so, but is it a characteristic of forms? Okay, it's on the form side, but is it a characteristic it's, of forms? It, it's a... Uh, or is it existence itself? Is the world it existence different? itself, the existence itself, it's just a sense, a feeling, a frequency, I think. Yes, okay. It's, yeah. it's hard to describe it, but yeah. it's... You're getting there, though. Yeah, it's it's a sense. Yes. And that's that seems to be natural for the body mind. Okay. I mean, I mean, I learn now that's what we call existence, but you know, that yes. seems to be known. Yes, before it's existence the itself. Yeah, yeah. You can yeah. find the frequency of it. Yeah. 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 Good. Yeah, you can just tune into existence. Good. Yeah, that's like. <laughs> so, so when you go to existence, go prior. See what happens. Go prior. Because existence is still a concept, you know? Go so prior. Right, right, right. Okay. Mm. Where, is, uh, where is existence on the... Uh, is it in the... Yeah, it, 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 it's here. It's like... Mm, a lot of things arrive together, arise together. Because the, the movement, the movement is love itself. The ability for consciousness... The first movement is consciousness beginning to see itself, beginning to be aware of itself. As soon as it is aware of itself, then something can exist. But that's outside of totality? I put it here. Yeah. Just outside of totality. And that's also where space starts? Uh, (laughs) Space is an ingredient. It's an ingredient for existence. Yeah. Because the first, the first movement before something can exist, before the idea of existence and then something can exist, the first movement, space is arising with the first movement. So the first concept is arising from there. So it has to arrive a little bit before it's Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're looking at all of here sometimes. Yeah. You can't have movement without space. No, you can't have movement without space. Mm-hmm. That's why they arrive together, rise together. And the movement itself is love. It seems to me, when you're talking with Han, and in your diagram, that you use existence differently than being. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe you were hinting that uh, exist. There's existence prior to anything that can, can exist. exist. Yes. And then something that can exist is being. Has, Bingo. Has I would. Have, uh, yeah. Exactly. That's the way you. Use it. I would. I would use it like that. Yeah. Say that again. That beingness would apply to something that can be, whereas existence doesn't need something to exist. No, I don't know if I've been holding off getting into other systems because then every system has its own terminology and everything. So, so, so anyway, at at the risk of screwing things up, uh, (laughs) in Vedanta, I spent a lot of time with James Schwartz in India. Um, they, they, the term existence is used differently from how we're using it here. Uh, for them, it's, existence is synonymous, synonymous, synonymous with the pure consciousness. So I am is almost like redundant. But, but, uh, but, but, but I think they would use, for existence here, they would use the term Maya with a huge capital M. And there are some forms emerging from the, uh, from the nothingness the splits, there's an ex- shattering and splattering of the uh-huh. term they use. And, and Maya is the substrate, and perhaps 
that's how you're using existence. And I'm not saying one's right or wrong, but I'm just trying to kind of, you know, I'm kind of ricocheting back and forth between the terms. It, is it Maya the movement? What? It, it really is. The first movement is the illusion. The illusion has already started with the very first movement. Well, Maya is also the seed. I mean, I think Maya is the totality, as you're using it. Because uh, uh, Maya is not used in terms of illusion, it's used in terms of form, almost. That there's something coming out that's something. <laughs> Maya is that's the subject object now. That's way down. That's way down. No, no, no. no. I'm not much. I'm not using good, good language. There's a difference between something can exist and existence itself. Yeah. Existence itself is still there when in the in the non-dual, because there's something there's identity with pure consciousness and identity with the absolute. I am pure consciousness. I am the absolute. When existence is seen, recognized, understood, known to be another concept as crazy as me, myself, I, then all identity stops. Now you're prior to the non-dual. That's the difference. Again, yeah, I, I'm, I think I'm with you, but I think they're using terms different. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, I'm just, I don't know. I, I don't know about how they use it, but I... But, I, but, I, yeah. but I've seen a lot of erroneous stuff written in non-duality about existence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, stay with this. Yeah, well. stay with this, and if they, you know, they yeah, make yeah. sense when you know yourself. Yeah, yeah. Is this written somewhere? Do you have a book with all this? Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> it's coming. It's been coming for a while. <laughs> Not as long as Uh-huh. The movement is toward 
So consciousness is toward goodness. Go, going towards, towards the personal me. No, no, coming at, at, here I am, the, now the movement, my understanding of what you've been saying is, as consciousness operates through the, the as I lose yeah. the separate self, yeah. as that gets lost, pure consciousness now is moving towards goodness. Yes, yes, yes it, it always is, but yes, it becomes more obvious at that point. Yeah, right. You're attracted right. okay. to that, which is okay. good and wholesome. And so... If it's so, it was goodness coming this way, I was going against goodness going back. If it's goodness, I guess it's just, I guess it's just how the mind uh, interprets what's going on. But the good, the goodness come, coming from the me back to the source is releasing suffering. It's uh, yes. It's, it's, uh, releasing its identification yes. with the me, therefore suffering is being dropped. Yes, and healing happens and, healing all, that happens happens. and all that. Healing happens and all that. So how could the movement of love from your consciousness towards this separation where there is suffering, which to me apparently is good not goodness because we're trying to let go of stuff, mm-hmm. ego identity. How could that, how could... It's a loop, Henry. Huh? It's a loop. Loop. It goes out and comes back. Yeah, but why would it go out and cause all the sleep in the first place? Okay, so the why question, <laughs> the why question arises from the lens that is related to the personal. The human limited mind is now asking a question, and it, the human limited mind, is going to have to take a mystery. That's as the answer. Yeah, but right, yeah. you as pure consciousness, if that can, if we can wake that up another little bit, that knows exactly what I'm talking about and has no problems, there's no paradox. That's the magic of it. And you kind of know, you're like, I understood it, but I couldn't explain it. That, that, that's how it was for three years. I know this, but I can't. I don't have words, I don't have vocabulary, but I know it. I know I get it. I know it makes sense, but not to my mind. But there's a knowing someplace else. That's the only part of it that's going to know. I, I have had days of knowing all is well and being convinced. But then when that passes, uh, I, I don't quite trust it anymore. It's kind of like, well, you know, maybe that was my, my brain, you know, having an acid trip, which it wasn't acid, you know. <laughs> yes. But maybe it's just some kind of like, you know, like a, like, yeah, without okay. a mushroom. You know, Do you know what the remedy is for that? Faith. Faith? Faith. That's what faith is for. Is to bridge that gap between the doubting mind sabotaging the crack in the matrix that allowed pure consciousness to shine through. That absolute knowing, that knowing, and there's no white question arises. That, that, um, no, just doesn't. Right. There's no yeah, white right, question. Right. All, all, all the questions are answered. They're all answered, right. But then, but then, uh, but then what? Well, then, uh, <laughs> Then somehow desire comes up and there you are again back in the story. Is that it? I don't know what happens. You've got to find it out. Yeah. Because you're willing to trade that. You're willing to like contract your attention to go into personal experience again. Something is, is worth it, leaving that pure knowing. And then the frustration of the wise questions because it's like, hey, you've got, you've got a lens on that can't see there. It just can't see there. Yeah, there's different lenses for sure. 
the different lens. That's all it is. It's like you've got your reading glasses on and you're trying to look at something on the mountain across the field there. Wrong lens. So it's got to be a mystery what's, what's up at the top of the mountain across the way. It's got to be a mystery. Faith from here. Faith from there. So when the mind is trying to sabotage, because it will do anything to protect itself, it's going to try and seal over the access that consciousness has to flow through you freely. So it's going to doubt, and it's going to say you imagined it, and you know that you're, it's like some tripping out thing. Mm. Yeah, of course, it's going to say all these things, but that's faith. It's like, hold on now. I know in that state I know more than I know now. I'm going to have to believe in that. I'm going to have to have faith that that state is more authentic than this. <coughs> that helps a lot. That's what faith is for. And that I, I, I've the, been priding myself on not doing things out of a belief system. You know what I mean? It's like I was raised in a belief system and I gave it up long ago. You know, and I don't want to go back to a belief system. So to me. Faith means believing something that I don't know. Oh wow! But you do know it. It's to tell. It's to tell the part of your mind that doesn't know it that some other part of you knows it. You're having faith in you as pure consciousness that has that knowing. I'm not talking about religious faith. You no, should use the word differently. Yeah, it's not a religious faith. Not religious faith. Okay, but it's a belief anyway. It's a faith. No, it's, no, it's, it's not. It's beyond belief. No, it's beyond belief altogether. It could be a concept down below. Yeah. Think of it as knowing, a knowing or a faith is a knowing. A higher knowing, maybe. Trusting a higher knowing. Yes, trusting that that there is another wisdom that shines through at other times. Let's use that instead of the word faith. Words speaking to Trusting that because otherwise the doubting mind is running amok and you you're you're just making the personal life happen and the why questions getting stronger and it's like that goes nowhere. That has to be dropped. And so one way to drop it is that I'm going to have to just trust the inner knowing that when I do know that that's more legitimate than the questions I have now, that that zone actually is more authentic. I don't know if that makes sense to you. No, it does. It does. Yeah, I've, been, I've, been, I've been thinking along those lines, but not going there. You've got to go there. Yeah. 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 Mr. Kadabha used to used to tell people something what you're saying, and that is, uh, you you don't understand what it is I'm saying. Just trust me. Yes. Trust me. And do what I do. What I'm telling you. That's right. Trust me. Yeah. That's Mr. Kadabha right. said that quite yeah. often. Yeah. <clears throat> what helped me is it's, it's a knowing way beyond the mind. Yes. The mind can't. It's not the kind of knowing that the mind knows. No, it doesn't know, it's but you have the capacity. It's completely beyond the mind. The mind is such a limited tool. It only comes in down at the end. Like, it's such a limited tool. Yeah. And it's access to the other understanding. It's, it's right there, but if you keep trusting your mind as if the mind is going to work it out, it's like, sure, that's fine. Cause... Mm-hmm. You know, yesterday you said, uh, and you have been saying it all the time, really, that it's Pure consciousness, which has created this entire thing. Yes. Right? Yes. Pure consciousness, pure consciousness in manifestation. In manifestation. Yeah. Right? If that is the case, then really, this is unidirectional, if you know what I mean. Pure consciousness, totality, I am, is unidirectional. 
meaning really since the person really cannot go back into brutality. Is that a correct interpretation? Um, the, 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 the person only appears at a certain point of manifestation. But, but I suppose where it's not unidirectional, if I understand what you're saying, um, it, it, in a way it's kind of cyclical, cyclical because, because we started off with, with, with the, with the all-knowing and then bought the stories of mind and now we're dropping that again. So you can see a cyclical tool. But you said the mind can never go there. No, it can't. But the mind only kicks in at the I am and thereabouts. The, the mind is only useful there when, you know, non-dual, non-dual understanding and dual. That's, that's what mind does. It can get a non-dual non understanding. It can pretty much get that. Pretty much. Because it's the flip side of duality. But it's really good at duality. That's when mind is shining. But presence and beingness is not, it's not in the realm of dual or non-dual, right? It's the non-dual state, no? Presence. Yeah. So which means really it can only go that far. Yeah. Yeah. Can only go that far. Yeah. Yeah. Is it, uh, uh, do I get your question about your direction or something else? I, yeah, in a sense, um, I'm, I'm saying it is futile for the person to understand. For the person alive? Yeah. That? Because it, in a way, in a way, frankly, it doesn't even exist. Yeah, just, it doesn't actually exist. It's just a concept. It's just a filter. It's just a filter. Yeah. So really, it cannot understand any of this. No, it can't understand any of this. No. And that's why I was saying it's unidirectional, because everything starts from there. Yes. Yes. So waking up the totality so that the mind bows down to it and is in service to it. So that the body-mind character is in service to the totality. And if you need to identify with the totality, then that's fine. Let that identification run for a while and that too will be taken. That's totally fine. Yeah. And that's why I also see the beauty of trust and surrender, as this gentleman is saying here, is, okay, let's forget the whole thing. Let me just hold on to this trust, you call it faith, yes. trust, it doesn't matter. Yes. Let me just stay there. Yes. It may not make sense, or yes. it may make sense some of the time, yes. it doesn't matter. I'm just going to stay there and be there. Yes. Yes. It's a good way to harness the mind. Yes. To stop its destructive yeah. uh, work to try and bridge the gap, you know, or seal over the cracks in yeah. the There's a place for it, for sure. for the need to be completely self-absorbed as most of us are uh -huh. on this planet. Uh -huh. Why create that? So do you think the why question comes up in pure consciousness? No, it doesn't. Uh -huh. <laughs> I'm definitely asking that from the me You are. Same, same paradigm operating as Henry's last question. 
yeah, I can only come from the dualistic lens. It's not a valid question in what you are. Um, so the mind has to surrender, you know. There's the wisdom. There's the wisdom. It's like, ah, you're, that's, that's the limit of mind. It's good to know the limit of mind. It's like, that's where the tool gets picked up and that's where it gets set down because it just can't go any further. So that's why they say you can't bring your mind with you. Of course you can't. But understanding can come to the mind. It's like it receives understanding or fixes it or drops it or something. Because it, 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 it hears an echo. It goes best with that. Hmm? Uh, you mentioned non-being capital reality. Is that like in the... At all the times. Non-being, is it? Yeah, you mentioned on one of the your retreats that, yeah. that you connected to that. You know, your, the back of your head connected to that. Right. Non-being. Yeah. Neither uh, being nor being. That's capital reality that you said. Yeah. Is that on the picture here or not? Yeah, I put, I put, I put, I put non-being as a layer. Uh, it's just prior to existence, really. It, you see, because existence is the is one of the first things that has a dualistic opposite. Something can exist and cannot exist. We're in, we're heading, we're scooting towards duality. There, it's setting the framework for duality to to something can exist that's not. But I am, so we've got subject object, no? So there can be existence and something cannot exist. Right? So So non-being before. So non-being would be non-existence. Non. It would be neither neither quality can apply. So there can be neither is or is not. Neither quality can apply. They're not born yet. So that's why duality, non-duality. We're going to where neither Lens applies. It's a much wider view. Embraces both as two separate lenses and one isn't better than the other. And that's, the, that's the, what you call reality? Capital R reality? Uh, that, uh, that's what I call reality. Um, uh, reality is knowing what is true and what is not true. I thought, cap, I thought capital R reality is the ultimate, you know. It depends who I'm talking to. It depends on how far they can go. To be honest. If you need to label a destination, I call it reality. So, if I mean, we can call the totality reality. We can call pure consciousness awareness reality. We, we, we can't name something prior to consciousness. You just can't name it. It's like that it did, but I, I, that, that was in, in his time. You had to, he had to point to it, so he named it. But actually, if anybody challenged him about the name, for sure he would have said there's no name. For sure. What was his name? He called it awareness. Oh. But awareness is prior to consciousness. Parabrahma. 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 From, from the context of what I listened to you on that tape, that uh -huh. to, to, uh, the reality is yeah. the, the one that either through consciousness or before that. It's not. Okay. Yeah, it's like 
That's yeah, it. Okay. Reset. That's, there's no more behind that. There's nothing here behind that that you what you said. You know. Yes. There's there's nothing. There's nothing behind it. Nothing phenomenal. Nothing. What nothing kind phenomenal. Of nothing? Nothing, nothing phenomenal. Yeah. Okay. That's that's to me that would be maybe before even pure conscious or or pure consciousness. But pure consciousness is nothing. Is is actually nothing. There, there is so, 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 from from that tip, I would say that's what you call reality. Capital reality. Okay, yeah. you can say that. <laughs> the mind is looking for a destination and an explanation. Yeah, we can overlay that on top of it. Sure. Yeah. It's very skinny on the pure consciousness. It isn't. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's not much there. <laughs> <laughs> as fat as an astral state. I love that uh, description. It's very skinny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Absence of nothing. Uh, is it in the back part of totality on the line? It depends if mind has made it uh, how it's recognized. If mind is engaged, if there's any engagement of mind, yeah. then it's more towards the right side. Sure. But if it's just, so, a, just a buzz, you know, just a vibration, right. so to say. Yeah, like an echo. Yeah. yeah, like a whatever. Just yeah. a, and that the pointer, the absence or, of nothing. Actually, sometimes it can be a vacuum yes. to nowhere. Yes, I mean, yes, that's the kind of stuff. That's more <clears throat> it. Because the point of the absence of nothing isn't isn't the label on it. It's just the pointer. You've got to get off the pointer. Something gets off the pointer. That's what I'm talking about. So is that on the line? Where would the absence Because if there, well, I guess it depends. If it's in, if it's, Gone in the vacuum, then it's not in totality. Oh no, because part of that. Yeah, yeah, I'm just wondering if you have a line or yeah, yeah, yeah. Back there, it defines itself. I, I'm very reluctant to put labels on this fine stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't want to lock in anything. If I can. Mm-hmm. You know, the mind will has a tendency, or will have a tendency, to make this into a dogma. Of course. Yeah. 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 And so we do. This pull it into the personal. The pull to make it applicable and relevant is colossal. That's what we do. That's why the show goes on. Yeah. Is it like um, talking about a piece of artwork? Is <laughs> artwork has some sort of resonance? And then there's all this dialogue about it, and, but yes. it has nothing to do with it. It's nothing to do with the resonance, because mm-hmm. we, we can't talk about the resonance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so the resonance would be this stuff, and this is just about an understanding of that the resonance is always there. Let's leave more space for it and understand the limitations of mind, that yakety yak about the color and the context and the texture of the painting. Mm-hmm. You know? But you can have a dialogue with the painting as to what's arising in the moment. Pardon, if you can, you can have, have, a have a dialogue with the painting, what's arising in the moment yes. as you're with it. Yes, then, yeah. sure. 
And that's part of pulling it into manifestation, you know, because you've got the tools to, 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 to pull it towards manifestation. So a dialogue happens, you know, there's a dance with your art very often, you know. Mm. Yeah. For some there isn't, but for some there is, yeah. It's how it comes into form, you know, somewhere it has to become present in the dualistic realm. It has to appear as a thing. So, so how does it do that? How does it make that journey? Yeah. Beautiful, isn't it? Yes, it, it's incredible. Yeah. And this, why this is exciting to me in a way is you can still the process so much, slow it down, and watch it that there's steps like that, like this, yes. all the way, yes. you know, that you never notice yes. when you're doing it. Like yes. right before you land on yes. the paper, where nothing's waiting to become something, or further back than yes. that. All those things along the way before you touch down. Yes. Good morning again, Shannon. Good morning, Mm. 
yeah. the fire fire. Yeah. And it was just so resonating yeah. and so wonderful. I just thought it was on my own YouTube, yeah. Yes. And yeah. it did say science and non duality. Yeah. I, I videoed it myself. It was, it was oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really? Yeah, I videoed it myself. I'm so grateful to have stumbled across it. Yeah, my husband just set up a camera and did it. That's yeah. That's quite unbelievable because I found it just the most amazing resource. Yeah. Part of it I didn't even understand, but somewhere I understood somewhere. everything. Some, yeah, of course you so, did. Yeah, just to map it out. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But that's the climate we're in, you know. We, we, I didn't realize the story behind it. I just thought it was a wonderful resource that they put up. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's quite fun. It's totally fine. It's, it's, it's life, no? It's just space and time. Well, it really doesn't bother me, don't worry. <laughs> you know, I was unfortunate to attend this meeting last year. Yes. It's, frankly, I didn't really enjoy the meeting. Yeah. Um, because they, the paradigms are so different. Yes. Hmm. So you said that... Uh, you are saying that you know it's up to you to bring it together, but I don't see how quantum mechanics, which is essentially a phenomenal thing, yes. can ever yes. be bridged with pure consciousness. And isn't that what needs to be discussed? It's like this is why they are not coming together. That needs to be acknowledged. But do you, you know? know? Don't you? I mean, to me, it's obvious. Like it's, yes, it's, it's it cannot of be done. If you're on the consciousness side, of course it's obvious. They can't come together, but but do you think that it's maybe they know that maybe they know that it can't come together, well, and so that they don't bring it together in order to continue with the thing because it's not so long. I mean, I don't know. They want it, emotionally, they want it to come together, but, yeah. but they can't. But they can't come together because if we discover, gosh, you know, we've completely different perspectives here. But if they if they say if they admit that it can't come together. That's the end of the conference. Of course. It's a money making This is life, no? This is life. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a husband says to me. So even, even if someone were to say you can't bring it together, it's not going to mean anything to the organizers. No. Sorry. Well, and I'm guessing that here even this this sentence prior to non-duality was probably a bit of Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There was quite a bit of a backlash. Hmm? So that was the nail on the coffin. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> but it's so good. It's, uh, but it's so if you if you can hear it, it's like of course. Well, I kind of. Yeah. Like I kind of didn't, but something was listening and saying, "Well, yes." Yes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mind was sort of. I don't know what the hell she's talking. That's about, right. But that's exactly that it. That mind doesn't know, but science is full of mind. You know, it's 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 from the mind down. But isn't it? Promising in a way that they're struggling to get past themselves, Indeed. that they would put the two together. It even. is. It's nice. Yeah. And they invited you back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? I had to make a pitch this year. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to make a pitch this year. I was invited all the years, but this year I had to apply. Wow. Mm. Whoa. Yeah. What, what about educational credentials there? Is that very significant because sure. US yeah. is very PhD okay. gives you access, yeah. Okay. Because obviously you don't really have that. Not at all. I know. I don't even have a master's. I couldn't wait to get out of university. It's like let me out of this crazy PS. Yeah. You have a PhD in pure consciousness. Yes. Can you give me a little But doctor? it's just that there is no certificate. No, there's no certificate. I would get a spare school. Uniform. We start school, <laughs> another, yeah. and then we're back in the system again. It's like, no, I'm very happy to be out here.
Jack, I, yeah. I, I, mean, you know, I really think this is really beautiful. It's so useful. Good. I, I'm thinking, you know, if if you have some tech support, this could be made into a sort of an animation, like uh, as opposed to just uh, maybe 10, 15 minutes and then put it on YouTube. Yeah. That's not right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, it, it would be amazing how, yeah. you know, and see, and see what is the feedback. Yeah. Even your husband's video, mm. the one that yeah. you did, it's the one, half an hour and it's... Yeah, it's it went dealing with a lot of that. It was yeah. really yeah. one of the best thing. I just yeah. dumped the car. Fantastic. What was it called? Right. It's called... Uh, it's on my YouTube channel. Yes, it's on a new... And it just says prior to non-duality. And for some reason I thought, well... Nobody ever talks about prior to non-duality. Yeah. That just seems like, you know, so the end. So you go to YouTube and, and then look up Jack prior, prior to non-duality. Yeah, it's a half hour and it just, yeah. that's yeah. why I'm here. We just got gay married soon. We just got gay married soon. Non-duality. Three different books for, mm-hmm. from precisely yeah. that. There's three little books, yeah. bits of books written. Yeah. Yeah. And because something has shifted and the understanding has deepened, and it's like, nope, mm-hmm. gotta leave that one. And yeah. I gotta kind of get over that and just puke it all in one go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes. yes. Get a really sad shot right now. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. if you yeah. ask yeah. more yeah. authors, they say, oh, don't read that book that I, I wrote that 10 years ago. Yeah. Don't read that. That's so, right, yeah.
Yeah, yeah. Walk around there. That's yeah. fine. She loves you too, Janet. That's quite alright. <laughs> <laughs> I won't hold it again. Okay. Mm. We're okay on this, are we? <laughs> Do you know what would be really magical? If you can feel, sense, detect where your mind stops and where the other knowing part of you kicks in. If you can get a sense of where, where the parameters are, or even of what subject matter comes from mind, and then can you drop that and access the part of you where those questions don't arise. If you can do that, it's very significant. It's very significant, that, that thing. Because then it's like, yeah, that's me as consciousness. That's me as consciousness doing this. Because you as consciousness is the one who walks through and finds a chair without deciding where the chair is. Whereas the mind says, hmm, I, I want to sit near the window, I'm interested in the bathroom, you know? So if you, can, if you can even right now, if you could like recognize, yeah, yeah, okay, so when I'm asking why it goes there, where on the trajectory of that, where... Where is it known for me that there is no why? What's, what's the line between the two? Can I detect where one stops and one starts? Is one on top of the other? Is there, do you have a visual if you're a visual person? How does that work? Do you feel it neurologically that your point of perception is shifted from the default mode network to something else? What? If you can find your way of, of recognizing the frequency, the feel, the taste, of pure consciousness versus mind. That would be really good. Because where that goes is pure consciousness is given the space where it can use the mind when it's appropriate and drop the mind. That's where you're heading. That it's known that it's always pure consciousness but the mind is a tool that I can pick up. So then you just pick up the working mind. Mm. You see? But the first thing you've got to do is like, where does one stop and the other one start? And maybe you've no access to pure consciousness at all and it's all just concepts and all garbage. That's fine if you've no access to pure consciousness at all. At least recognize it. Do you know? It's not really a meeting place. It's not a meeting place? I mean, like stop, start. Sounds like they meet somehow. That they meet? Yeah. yeah it's not a meeting place, but no, they no, no. Okay, give me another go at that. But my experience is that it's not—it's not a place they need. Okay, it's not a place. No. All right. Because when I hear "stop, start," I think of location. Location. All right. Very good. No, there's no location. It's—it's—it's it's another part of your sensory perception that has to do this. Yes. The recognition is useful. I have, um, this has just always been the way that I came into this, is that I have a lot of energy and it's all around my head. And I can feel it very strongly when I am in consciousness. Or, and so when I'm in my mind, it's not there. Beautiful. Beautiful. Peace. Peace. Peace happens for you. Yeah. 
Mind isn't, your attention isn't on mind. Yeah, yeah. That's beautiful. You're actually tuning into the energetics of it. Yeah. Because it, it, it does boil down to energy. Yeah. It does, yeah. That's beautiful. It's nice. It's been very nice. Yeah, yeah. Because you can tell right away. Yeah, you can tell right away. You have no, nobody fooling you. Can, has that energy ever dropped into your body? I'm working on that. Yeah, that's where it has to go. <laughs> yeah. It's coming to this weekend. Good. I'm feeling a lot more in here. Are it you? has. It's dropping in. Yeah, different times, but it doesn't stay. I mean, this is always, it's not always there, but I always know when it is there. Yes. Can um, you access it at will? Yeah, pretty much. Good. Good. I just have to be still. You have to be still. Physically still? Or mentally not bothered by something? Yeah, probably physically too. Okay. I do need to sit. I ah. sit a lot. Okay. Okay. It doesn't work so well walking. Okay. All right. So there's a bit of work to do in the body. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever do detoxes and that kind of stuff? <laughs> Um, probably, yes. I've done lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes that really helps. Mm-hmm. At a certain point, it's really effective. You know? Because, because the lower vibration is, you know, like, is just helping the cells. And sometimes if we go through the body and do a detox, like a liver cleanse or something like this, mm-hmm. it, just, it just gives you a whoa, a break. To, to pull it in, to pull it in, and, and there's better capacity for it to stabilize because there isn't such a, a gap between the frequency in the body and the frequency of pure consciousness. Mm. Yeah. It works for some, really works for some. I think that my whole thing with detoxing is around weight and. Oh God! I don't, no, don't mind that. I'm not interested. In I know, I know. So that's why I have a little bit of a problem with detoxing. All right. Well, then you've got some a hook to. Uh, yes. You've got a story there about your body. You've got to yes. sort that out. Yeah. Yeah. Good. We found a hook. <laughs> <laughs> There's a fish. It's got to go. Yes. It's not a very good hook. <laughs> a hook is no good and bad. A hook is just some a piece of work to be done. That's it. It's just where identification is hanging out. It doesn't matter what the story is. It doesn't matter. It's got to go. Just... It's like that is just a concept that is not going to be held here as sacred or it's going to have no value and that's, forget about it. It is how it is and all is well. If you can go into that zone and drop the belief that you've taken on about the weight, it's garbage, it's nothing. <laughs> yes, yes, your mind is running a value, you know, and, and it's not helping you at all. Not at all. No. Love that body, whatever way it is. <laughs> Don't judge it. Love it instead. I tried that. That worked really well. With I, I was uh, yesterday. I had a wonderful, wonderful experiences with uh, Thurston and Shelley's talking, and just brought back so much that I went through when I was younger and and all of that self-love that I needed to create. And then this morning I realized that it's now a lot, that something, that I, there is a self-love, but there's not a body love. Yes, yes. There's not a what? Not a body love. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you're hearing it again now, so that you don't have to doubt it. <laughs> yeah. 
love it, love it, love it, love it. I mean, it's, it's, it's part of this whole matrix. You think consciousness screwed up? Said, oh, that part shouldn't look like this. The mind comes in with that. Consciousness did the whole thing. How, how could consciousness screw up? Like, it's all consciousness. It can only be the way it is. It can only be the way it is. But it's not about the mind grasping that idea and replacing one concept with another. It's about going into the zone of where you know it can only be the way it's showing up. You go there. And from there, love flows. Because judging consciousness, you can see, is just nutty. Ginny, did you have your hand up? No, it's okay. No? Oh, yeah, okay. All right. We're good for now? Mm-hmm. I'm sure we have a queue for the afternoon, but should we take that too when it comes? We start to do the afternoon Thursday, will we? Cause sure, whatever makes you happy. Are you okay? Well, I really am asking, like, are you okay now? Oh, fine. Yeah, all right, fine. Okay, because I don't know a few people from yesterday afternoon too. Yes? I'll wait till this afternoon. Okay, perfect, perfect. Is everybody all right? Mm-hmm. Can, we, can we break up? Alrighty. Okay. Thank you.